What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Hardworking Happy Hour. I'm Sean. And I'm Catherine. And as always, we will be breaking down all things trades, entrepreneurship, and turning your creativity into a passion career. Absolutely. That's what we do every week. And we're we're, we're going to be getting back to it again this week. And you think? I think so. I think it's a good idea. Uh, what do you think? I think it's a great idea. Yeah, okay. Cool. Because that's kind of our thing. Kind of, yeah. So we... <laughs> <laughs> it would be weird to switch it up now. Uh, yeah, yeah, anyway, yeah. we missed a week. We did miss a week. We did not upload a podcast last week. And Catherine, why don't you tell us what's been going on and uh, where things stand now? Yeah. Um, so last week, I had a bit of a family emergency. So I missed a couple of days of work. And one of those days was when we recorded the podcast. So unfortunately, we had to miss the podcast and the upload. Um so my dad had a little bit of a, uh, they call it a mini stroke. Yeah. Which is um, scary. It was very scary, but I feel like mini stroke makes it sound like. Like it's know. not like, do you think yeah, it's, it's like, like a, it's trivializes like a, it? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. But anyway, yeah. um, so he had to have a, a surgery and he is all good now. Everything it went really well. And it was very scary for like a couple days, but um, he is, he's all better. So it all went well. Thank God for modern medicine. Seriously. It's pretty, pretty amazing. It's seriously insane that they can just like go inside your body, you know, do a quick little tune up and yeah. everything is, everything's good. So we are super grateful for that. And yes. it, you know, I think it, it kind of reminds you of the things that are important. You know what I mean? When something like for that sure. happens, yeah. you know, um, obviously you were probably like, so freaked out like you know everything is like so chaotic and crazy when a family emergency like that happens but yeah um you know it just it just makes you like think like you know my parents are also getting older and you know it makes you think like you should really prioritize spending time with them while yeah. they're around and uh yeah so absolutely yeah it is like when all of that was happening i was getting like very uh retrospective per introspective yeah, I think the word is, yeah introspective I think so. about like family and getting older and it's hard when like i feel like we're at the age where eventually we're gonna have to start taking care of our parents yeah. and uh like i watched my parents take care of their parents i don't know if you had the same situation yeah and uh so now it's like it's all coming coming together yeah uh, so you know it's a lot but but ultimately everything is good what happened to him was um he was just having a normal day and then all of a sudden it looked like the bottom 25 25% of his eye like uh somebody drew a curtain over his eye like he couldn't see out of part of his eye and uh he thought he was fine he didn't think anything of it and my mom was like you have to go to the doctor right now and um he went and then the doctor was like oh he might get it you know you don't we don't know what it is you know it might be okay blah 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 he went to the emergency room they're like no you have to get admitted and then it like turned it snowballed into a surgery thing so just be aware of something minor happening to yourself. Just go to the doctor. Just yeah. take care of it. Get it checked <laughs> you out. You might think it's nothing and it might be something. So yeah. definitely go to the doctor. Because that was that was very scary. But ultimately, it's like such a good thing that it sort of happened yeah. how it happened. Because it like <clears throat> was significant enough for him to... And thank God for your mom like being yeah. like, you got to go to the doctor. For sure. Uh, I mean, I don't know your dad like super well, but I feel like I know him enough that he's the type of person like, I'm fine. Oh, yeah. For I'm sure. totally There's fine. There's no way he would have went to the doctor if, if my yeah. mom didn't tell him to. 
So. And then it opened up a bigger thing and, you know, yeah. and then they were able to like, you know, get it all cleaned up and, and, you know, clean out the arteries or whatever, yeah. which is, which is pretty crazy that they can do that. And, uh, so yeah, they took care of it. So that's why we missed last week. Uh, I do want to, one more thing. Yeah. You know, how everyone always jokes like, Oh, your phones are listening to you. Yeah. Whatever. Um, so the procedure that my dad had done was that his carotid artery was full of plaque and they had to, to clean it out. And he kept saying that he was getting roto-rootered. He was like, yeah, the doctor's just going to roto-rooter my neck and, yeah. and uh, whatever. I'll be all good. And I've never, ever Googled roto-rooter on my phone yeah. or plumbing or anything on my phone. And now I'm getting roto-rooter ads through Instagram. Isn't that funny? That is funny, scary, <laughs> and, uh, and also waste of money on their part because that's not what you were talking yeah. about. No need for that. <laughs> I just thought that was really funny. I was like, roto-rooter of all things. That's pretty crazy. Pretty funny. Yeah. So, but anyway, all right. everything's fine. Everything's fine. We're back to We're biz. Back. Uh, glad everything went well. And now, Thank what you. what uh, what are we going to talk about this week? Um, you had this saying in mind. I had I, you, I had, had quite a, a few things that I wanted to talk about. Yeah. And that would be a faster horse. Sean, what does that mean? That means a horse that goes slightly <laughs> more speed than another horse. No, okay. what? What it means is, uh, and it comes from a book that I'm currently reading. I'm on my mm-hmm. second book of the year so far. Okay. So kind of on schedule. I actually just finished it. So I'm, I'm two books in on my goal of 50. Okay. Very Pretty nice. solid. Yeah. So uh, this book is Start With Why by Simon Sinek. And I think that's how you say it. Okay. But anyway, he says in there, it's a quote from Henry Ford. Mm-hmm. He says... If I asked people what they wanted at the time, they would have told me a faster horse. Mm. Do you get it? Yeah, because you don't know what you want because you don't know what your options are. Exactly. You got to tell people what they want. Yeah, exactly. No one's going to be like, I want like a car. I know that hasn't been invented, but (laughs) I'm imagining this thing that would be better than a faster horse. So it just like it was such a cool saying because it's so true. Like you have to show people what they want. And I think... For us in our industry, we're the experts. Mm-hmm. There's so many contractors, no matter what trade you're in, that have this mindset that they go to a client and they say, well, yeah, just tell me what you want and, you know, and then I'll give you a price. Mm-hmm. It's like, you are the expert. They're not the expert. Right. You shouldn't even be letting them tell you what they want and how to do it. You know, They can give their input, obviously, but it's your job as the professional to guide them through that process mm-hmm. and show them what the options are and, you know, go from there. Yeah. What do you think? I think I think that that's like such a key point of how, how you do things when you do these like consultation calls because you are always like, like how do you envision using your space? Not like, what do you want me to put in your space? Like how do yeah. you envision using it? And then you can kind of spitball off of that. And I think that that's, that's a great way to come across that because that is so true that people so? i do yeah yeah and people don't know people don't know what we live and breathe decks and patios we know everything about it we know what other people are doing we know we're in it we're see it we see it every day yeah they see it every once in a while and now that they've been looking for it exactly they don't have this wealth of knowledge that we have so we should be the ones telling them like okay these are the options this is what you can get yeah for that amount of money or whatever so definitely and um i think i've heard some people i i I don't want to, you know, 
But I think people have started calling me the Henry Ford of decks and patios. I've heard that. Would yeah, that is, I have heard that. I think I heard that. <laughs> anyway, I just thought that that was super interesting because it's something that a lot of people always ask me about. Like, how do you get clients to, you know, let you do these things? How do you like nobody comes to me? They say mm-hmm. they just want this. And, and that's what everyone's going to say, because they don't know. Like yeah. they're basing what they want off of what they already know, their previous knowledge. So before there was a car, people rode horses to yeah. get around. So you ask anyone, they're going to say, you know, it'd be great. A horse that went faster. But what they really want is a car. Yeah. That runs on horsepower. Yeah. I was thinking about this a lot recently because I feel like I keep seeing people who are like these amazing, talented builders um, ask for recommendations for designers. Yeah. And I was always like, why are they, why don't they just get better at that? Why don't they just learn how to do that so then they can do it themselves? But I really think it is like a mind, like having that mindset. Like it's a completely different set of skills. That's true. Yeah. Like that person can build them a faster horse. They just, haven't thought of how to make a car yet, but that's like the designer's job to think yeah. of how to make the car, you know? Yeah. So I was, I, I was mulling that over because I was like, why can't people, I feel like that's a missed opportunity for builders to not also be designers, but some people just don't have that creative, like creative uh, mindset mindset or, you that's know, true. or that drive. Maybe they just love the technical building part of it and they don't really care about design, but um, that's a really good point. Yeah. Great Thanks. point. Thank you. And Thank you for that. I think that that is something important to talk about because not everyone is going to be a great designer. And like Mm -hmm. you said, not everyone wants to be. Yeah. Some people don't like that part of it. They love building the spaces. They love perfecting their craft and all of that. But I think if you're not a company or an individual that can do both, can design and build, I think it's super important as you grow your company to either bring that in-house Mm-hmm. so that you can provide that service because it really needs with a lot of these these trades like whether it's a kitchen or a patio or a whatever it is you need to start with the design yeah so it's almost like you can't guide them through the process until they are hooked up with a designer and if that person is not within your company then you're basically just giving all of that control to somebody else and then hoping after they get this design that they're going to come back to you and say, okay, now we have the design. Can you bid this? And you know what that does? What? Do you know what that does? What? Catherine, do you know what this does? (laughs) It turns you into a commodity. Oh, yeah, it sure does. You know what I mean? Yeah. If somebody just has a design, they came up with it, they hired a designer, they went out on their own, found a designer, they drew up everything that they wanted. Now they have the design. They have the plans. They have everything that they want. They have it all right there. Mm-hmm. Then all they do is say, okay, well, I can call a bunch of people. I already have this plan. Yeah. So I'll show it to a couple builders. And then you really get into a price war. Yeah. Then it's, it's, you, it's a lot harder to you know, break away from just being a commodity at that point. Mm-hmm. when you're the designer and the builder or the designer is part of your team and your team is going to then build that project, there's something about that that the client knows it's your design. They want mm-hmm. you to follow through with it. But if yeah. they hire an outside designer and that designer doesn't build, then they're just going to come to you and say, okay, well, this isn't your design. I just need somebody basically for the labor of this. Yeah, And it's hard to really 
give a great value proposition and charge what you should charge. Yeah. What do you think? I think that that's an excellent point. You do, do you, just turn you into think a, so? I do, yeah. <laughs> I think it's a great <laughs> point. I appreciate that. <laughs> and also, I think that um, maybe I'm getting too like, nitty-gritty with this, but I feel like if you are the builder, like let's say we're talking about a kitchen. There's a lot of like technical stuff that goes into building a kitchen, whether it's yes. like water lines or gas lines or whatever. There's a lot of like parameters that you have to follow, and a designer might... I mean, I, I would assume a good designer would kind of know how to like design around the build. Yeah. But you don't know. You're, you don't, that designer doesn't work with you. You don't know that person. You don't, it could just be somebody off of Pinterest being like, oh, these things are going to look cute together. So yeah. let's make this aesthetically look as good as I can, not th- think about the back end stuff. Um, and then you're stuck building this thing that isn't really possible anyway. So it's yeah. like kind of creating a disconnect between the two things. That, you know what? I mean? you know what? That's another great point. Thank you. Yeah, you got it. Because if you are giving up that control, like a lot of times when we're doing a design and then we're getting into the build aspect of it, there's a lot of like little details that Mm -hmm. you kind of won't realize they that like they can't come together until you get to that part. So if you just have a design from somebody else, you know, they might have have sold the client on like this certain look and this certain thing. And then once you get to that part of the project, you weren't really involved in those talks. Like you're bidding it off of a design and a blueprint and a plan. But those like little minute details, you're not in control of the conversation with the client. Mm -hmm. And you're basically like giving a lot of that control to the designer and trusting that they know what's possible and what's not, where, you know, something structural needs to be, where, uh, you know, how much space you need for an outlet here or the gas line here, all of that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. yeah. You can really get yourself into a, a, you know, a bit of a doozy. Yeah. What I do know, you think about I know, that? I know nothing about like, um, like, uh, I would say HVAC systems and, uh, I know that they keep you cool. <clears throat> I know that. that they, uh, yeah, they keep you climate controlled. Yeah. Um, but beyond that, I I would say I have more of a designer brain in my house. And, and I was looking at redoing my house. And I kept being like, Pat, we need to move the chimney. And Pat was like, you cannot move this chimney. And I was like, Why not, not with that attitude. I, that's exactly what I said to him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I was like, no, we're going to move this chimney. And he's yeah, like. It's probably not worth it, but you can move. You can do anything you set your mind to. That's exactly what I told him. Yeah. But it was. Did he get real annoyed? He did. Yeah. <laughs> he did. He awesome. did. He did not yeah. like that. He That's really funny. wanted to put an end to the whole conversation. Yeah. But, but I can see where you would run into that problem because if <laughs> as a designer, I would be like, it's got to go. This this chimney cannot be here. Where? In the center of our house. How ridiculous. It is? Where is it? The center of my house. It's in between my living room and dining room. And I I more than anything want to knock that wall is down. Is it like inside of a wall? Inside of a wall, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's hidden hidden i was gonna say i didn't see that not well it's in like a bump out like if you looked you'd notice that there's a chimney back there but huh um but anyway yeah i immediately first thing i would say get rid of that yeah then then you have somebody who's like pat who understands this kind of stuff better than i do and he's like yeah this is you can't do this especially because the house is so old and blah 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 you know what that sounds like like an excuse sounds like an excuse and you know what an excuse is (laughs) A lie wrapped in a skin of a reason? Skin of a reason stuffed with a lie. That's it. Sorry. (laughs) So, uh, because I don't know if you know this, I grew up uh, right down the street from your current house. Yeah. You know what my dad did? Moved the chimney? He took it right out. It wasn't in use anymore. Took it right out. It was right in our living room. 
And I've talked back. He was real jazzed up about it because he his initial plan was we're going to take out this wall. He knew the chimney was behind it. He thought there was going to be like some original, like cool hearth fireplace. Yeah. Wasn't. Yeah. Just a, we definitely just don't have chimney. that. It's just a chimney. Yeah. But it is currently venting our current HVAC system oh, out. That's what I said. That, I said, move it, it. Pipe it out. And I was like, put it up the side of the house. And then it can just go off the, the top yeah. of the roof. And he's, Pat said no. I'm going to bring this up again. I'm glad you we had this talk. <laughs> you definitely should. <laughs> he's uh, going to love this. Don't involve me with this whatsoever. Uh, yeah. How do we get on that? Uh, discrepancy between design and yeah. function. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. So anything is possible. I want everyone to remember that, that anything is possible. Yeah. And... <laughs> don't what, let your husband tell you you can't do things. Just, yeah. just do them. I never let my husband tell me anything. <laughs> yeah, don't tell. Don't let him. Don't listen to that guy. No. <laughs> what other kind of... Because I think that's like a really interesting <laughs> tangent that we went on about the control that you give up when design is not in house. What are yeah. like some other things you think that are disadvantages from not having it in house that could be huge advantages if you either did it yourself and got better at it or hired a designer or another option is just teaming up with a designer. Yeah. You know, you could just outsource getting a trusted, it. Trusted designer. Trusted confidant. Yeah. Trusted confidant to team up with work on designs with you. And for a lot of people, I know there are services out there that, that do that, especially in outdoor living. Like there's people that are remote designers and mm -hmm. they work specifically with contractors. And that's something that, yeah, you're going to have to pay a fee per design. But right. you know, when you balance that out with hiring a full-time designer or doing it yourself, what if you're even capable of doing it, it could be a really good option for some people. So, yeah, definitely. So what are what are what are some other ways that you think um, you know, that's going to help you? Um, I think that like especially if you don't see yourself as someone who's interested in design or whatever, I think if you team up with somebody who is, then you can like you can brand yourself as like I am the master builder. That yeah. I focus on my one craft. I outsource it to this. We, you know, collaborate. We work together. We we do these things together. That person designs, I tell them whether it's possible or not. And I think that that's like a wonderful branding opportunity. If you're like, yeah. I focus on what I focus on. Um, I'm a master builder and I care about my craft in that way. Yeah. Um, I think that's a great like branding opportunity. That's true. If you, but I don't know if that would have the same impact if you were like just hiring, like letting it, the homeowner hire out the design. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I think, think if you, if you keep it like, because that's almost in-house. If you have your own trusted yeah. advisor, designer, then that's like basically having them. Definitely. You are, you're part of the conversation as yeah. it's going yes. through the client to the designer. You're like part of that little circle of trust. Yeah. Circle of trust. Circle of trust. And then when you have introduced them to the designer and, and really you can, you can present it any way you want. You could pretend that they are full-time designer for you like you just say you know our designer is working on it they yeah. don't have to know if it's a remote designer that you only use once a year or or if it's somebody that works full-time for you but you've introduced them to that design process and now like they have a vested interest in sticking with you throughout the whole thing yeah to kind of see that vision to life i i think mm -hmm. that we encounter that a lot like We'll come up with the design. We charge for the design. Mm -hmm. And then the client has it and they can do what they want with it. Yeah. And occasionally, yeah, probably some people are like, you know what? I, I just, 
it's too expensive. You know, there's too many bells and whistles. I want something simple that sort of kind of, you know, sort of looks like this. Yeah, yeah. They might go and hire somebody else and it's not going to come out the way that it would turn out if we did it. Right. You know, I know that to be true. Yeah. For a fact. For a fact, yeah. So, so why don't we talk about, for a minute, I'm, I'm sure we've like touched on this before, but we don't do remote designs. We'll do designs for people with the intention that we would then build it, but if they don't want us to yeah. build it, then they get to keep the design and that's fine. Yeah. Um, but do you think that part of the reason why you don't want to do remote designs is because you would lose some of the, like your design's always going to be your design, but then someone in Colorado is going to have a premier outdoor living deck built to not your standards to whoever to some chuck in a truck's standards yeah do you what's your thoughts on that that uh you know i think that i don't really care about like obviously if i were to do a design i hope that they would go out and find somebody reputable that builds it well Mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff but as long as i was up front with them initially like hey we're just going to do the design it's completely on you to find a qualified contractor as long as i'm not like leading them on and saying yeah you know we have people in your market that can do this project for you completely up to our standards and then we just like put it out on social media and find a contractor and we're like yeah you know here here's a a great lead for you and give us 10 percent or whatever a lot of people I feel like would go that route. And if we were to do that, that would feel like really kind of icky yeah, to yeah, me. Yeah, for sure. Um, but if we were to do it and just say, here's the design, we are just the designer. If you you know are comfortable with that, we'll do it for you. But you're completely on your own to find your own contractor. I would feel okay about that. But here's the reason that I don't want to get into doing remote designs. They're you know really time-consuming. That's exactly <laughs> what I was going to say. Super, super time-consuming. That's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. Because I think there's there's two different ways that I look at how we're building our business. Mm. You know, there's an element where it's like a one-to-one thing. Like, we build a project, we get paid for a project. That's like your traditional way of, of building a business. You know, and I think if we were to do remote designs and I was still doing them, I only have so much time. So it's like, yeah, can can we charge a, a pretty decent amount and make like, you know, pretty good money doing remote designs? Sure. I'm sure we could. Mm-hmm. But that's not like that's not like scalable. We already have a portion of our business where it requires a lot of my time. Yeah. So it's like, is it worth it for me to like step back from what we're doing on site and being a part of that process to just, you know, spend my time doing something else designs. I think any ancillary business opportunities that I like to look at, I look at, I like to look at the scalability of it. Like we're, we're kind of pigeonholed into our time equals our money on the jobs that we build Mm -hmm. but other things like our content uploading something to youtube it's like that takes time but might get 10 million views you might make a lot of money off of it so like that's an opportunity where it's it's scalable without necessarily scaling your time invested into it does that make sense yeah that does absolutely yeah yeah so if we could figure out a way to just like get the leads, train some sort of AI to do the design. <laughs> and then it's just like hands free. Uh, I would like that. Yeah. That I would mean, be that, cool. It's probably definitely in the pipeline. It's probably already like possible. <laughs> probably, I'm sure. Yeah. So yeah. How about that? 
What, all the crazy AI All the stuff? crazy AI, yeah. the chat GPT or whatever. What's that? Chat GPT? Yeah, I don't know what that is. You don't know what that is? I don't think so. Oh, that was when you weren't at work. Oh, what happened? Yeah, uh, our clients have been talking about it and everything. Oh, I didn't even... <laughs> they sent me an entire blog article written by an you? AI thing. Oh. oh, I showed you that before. Well, yeah, something like that. But yeah. they actually, they they were like real interested in it. So they did an entire... Uh, blog article about outdoor living and just like put in like three parameters and then you could do like revisions is it's crazy how advanced this is with like almost zero input and that's just like an open source ai thing that's on the internet right now yeah imagine like what isn't available yeah that like they're working on in secret yeah yeah do you think that the government's working on some sort of high level ai outdoor design software probably probably, probably i would think their, so top on the list i would think sure. so I did, I did also see something on the news recently that it was um, like this crazy looking robot that basically just moves like a human, but like way cooler oh, and like yeah. can jump over stuff. And it's oh, like yeah. completely shaped like a human. It can jump, but it can run. It can throw. Is it that really like the Boston Dynamics like a, thing? I think it was. Yeah. Boston something. Dynamics. Yeah. 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 That really threw me for like a mental loop because it was moving like, like a terrifying human. Have you seen, I mean, that's, they've had some stuff online for like a really long time. Google bought oh. them. Boston Dynamics. Oh, okay. And they make like these crazy robot, like they have these robot dogs. And these oh. videos came out in like, no, it's no, it's not. Oh, no. No, 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 no. It's not, it's not like an <laughs> okay. all. Okay. Um, they have these like robot attack dog kind of things. <gasps> attack I mean, dogs? I don't know. Maybe. But, I mean, this is going back like at least 10 years the videos were out where like it's a robotic dog and it's somebody like trying to kick it over and like you can't kick it over because oh, like I've seen that it, like yeah. braces itself yeah, yeah. and everything I and it just like real. keeps coming no it's real oh that's terrifying I remember you know what I showed that to like you and Aunt, and you guys were like that's not real I'm yeah. like, this is totally real <laughs> so now do you believe it uh yeah yeah, yeah that it's I've seen crazy that person, yeah so yeah pretty scary I guess a little bit <laughs> future's terrifying i guess <laughs> yeah but at least maybe you know we can get it to write blog articles for us before the <laughs> robot apocalypse comes yeah, so for a little bit a little bit a little bit of a plus yeah do you think that that's enough about uh robot apocalypse ai yeah i wasn't planning on talking about that today uh, so neither was I. that's <laughs> delightful, the funny thing delightful tangent but, yeah uh, okay yeah i think that's good Okay. What were we talking about before that? <laughs> I think we were talking about design. We were talking about mm. branding. We were talking about all those kind oh, of things. Horses, right. And, and horses, and faster horses. horses. You have to show horses. the client what they want because they don't know. Yep. They think they know. They think they know, but they don't. But they don't. You have to you have to lead that horse to water. Yeah. But you can't make them drink. Mm-hmm. But in this case, make them. Make them drink. <laughs> so you're thirsty. I know it. Just drink this water. Uh Okay, uh, enough with the horse metaphors yeah, as well. Yeah. We're done with the AI. Okay. We're done with the horse metaphors. Okay, sorry. What else? What's next? What else? I had pretty extensive notes for this podcast. Yeah. Uh, it said faster horse. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. That was it. No, I, I did have a lot of ideas and things uh, to talk about. Yeah. So should we let the people know that uh, next week we're going to be doing a, a keynote speech <laughs> at a yeah. contractor event? Yeah. I don't know how we got entrusted to do a, a speech yeah. at some thing. Apparently there's going to be like 400 people there. That's very exciting. It is. Are you nervous? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Not really. No. What do I have to be nervous about? There's no plan yet. 
So <laughs> the world is our oyster. It could exactly. go amazingly. It could go a million different ways because we haven't even put much of a thought at all into planning it out yet. But we yeah. have a couple days. We have like three days. Yeah, we got a whole plane ride to get there. So yeah, we, we're gonna be fine. But <laughs> I think we should touch on a couple of the things that uh, that we're gonna be kind of focusing on in that. Okay. Which is kind of building your brand, some social media stuff. Not too much social media stuff. More just like metaphorical, uh, theoretical, ideological branding stuff. Okay. Big right? picture. Big picture. Like yeah. big picture stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's really about like separating yourself from everybody else. Like it's not about just creating a viral video. It's not about like getting a million views. It's not, that's like not the most powerful thing about social media and creating content and Mm -hmm. developing your brand online. It's, it's really like an evolution of everything else that a business does. Everything else that was advertising before it's now just in a new medium. And I think people kind of miss that. Like, they they think of social media as this like you know kind of like new age you know just fancy willy nilly what's that word that you say about the you know when like witchy stuff like you're like uh, it's like ooh uh, you know you know what I'm talking about <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about it's it's something uh, <laughs> I got nothing I don't know what no? you're talking about. you know like hippy dip hippy dippy. Hippy dippy, okay. Yeah, something like that. I don't think like I that. say that that often, but okay. No, I think you've said it once, maybe on the podcast. But anyway. Oh, woo woo. Woo woo. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Woo woo. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Right, 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 right. But it's really just like these things that have been in building a business and building a brand and advertising yourself mm-hmm. for way, way before the internet. And it's just like a new way of implementing that. So I'm pretty excited to. Because I feel like that is like one thing that we do have a different perspective on yeah. when it comes to our business. So I think uh, it's the perfect thing for us to talk about because if it was anything else, we'd be like, we got nothing for you. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to our podcast and you'll hear about all the stuff that we're trying to figure yeah. out. But I'm excited to kind of put together all of our thoughts on this into like one concise little presentation Yeah. about building your brand about really like it's a lot of things that we've talked about already, like gaining the trust of a customer before you ever meet them. And what is the value of that peace of mind that they think because they've seen you do all this thing, they, they, they've seen your face, they've seen your business, they've seen all the work that you do. They really believe that you're going to do a good job. Like how much is that peace of mind worth? To a potential client. I think it's a lot. Absolutely. I think it's it's a lot. And and people look at it as just like a an X's and O's measurable return on investment kind of thing when, when they look at putting time into this. But there's so many things like that that are hard to measure. Yeah. That for us, it's not even that... It's just... It's so ingrained in our business and every type of lead that we get that it's like... I cannot imagine running a business without this type of, you know, thing that we do. Like yeah. imagine just going to to a client completely cold and having to do your entire sales pitch 
and differentiate yourself from the person that was just there yesterday. Yeah. And the person that's coming tomorrow. You know? Oh, every single time. That would be exhausting. It would be so exhausting. <laughs> and you'd just be like running on a rat wheel. Yeah. And you wouldn't be able to do things like, yeah, we don't come to your house. We just do a phone call. Yeah. You're not going to see my face until... <laughs> until the day we start. Until basically the day that we start. <laughs> and I mean, we've been able to do that with our clients and they trust us so much because we're out there. We're visible. They see everything that we do. Yeah. They trust us. They have that peace of mind that I hired Premier Outdoor Living. I know that they're going to do a good job and they're going to go the extra mile and they're going to mm -hmm. care about what it looks like. They're not just doing this for the paycheck at the end of the day. Like there's an element that you can sense within all of our marketing and our branding and our content that it's more than just a business to us. Yeah. It's, we love doing it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I think people see what we do and they're like, oh, I'm not going to put... That must take a lot of time. I'm not going to put that much time into it. But I think that what we do is scalable, like on a smaller, more local yeah. sense, like 100%. Like it's not, you don't have to like go all in on social media where you're trying to like dedicate most of your time to putting yourself out there. I think that it's, you can do it on a smaller scale too. Yeah. Like a more attainable, like a, not, that sounds like a. That sounds like we're like. <laughs> it sounds so like, like we're huge jerks. I I mean like uh like we obviously put a lot of time and effort into it. You don't have to put that much time and effort into it to see a return on it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Does that make sense? We've kind of I'm trying to not sound like a jerk. That's not a very jerky. Yeah, you really fool yourself, I know, Catherine. I got like a really big head over <laughs> here. I didn't realize. <laughs> yeah, it's like that hat's gonna explode off your head because you got such a big head. I got such a big head. Yeah. yeah I do. Yep. Yep. I do. Yep. Um, no, I totally get what you're saying. Like yeah. we, that's how, that's how it started for me was just local. Like it was, mm -hmm. it was just, we were just creating the content and like establishing our website and all of that kind of stuff in our portfolio for the traditional way of, of building a business, which is yeah. getting local clients, selling them a job, they pay us, boom, on to the next one. That was how we did it initially. And then just because of how much, we like creating the content. Like it's just a fun thing. It I've said it many times. It's kind of like a hobby that I was like, why don't I just make this part of my job as well? So we took it that extra step where, you know, now we're doing things like this podcast. We're mm -hmm. not getting clients from this podcast. Right. We might get like one just, you know, by happenstance that like likes to listen to construction podcasts and also wants a deck built in our yeah. local area. But this is something that like, you know, you don't have to implement into uh, a content strategy or an online strategy. If you're just targeting your local market, you'll realize that there's not a lot of people that are putting almost any effort into it. Right. So to to get a leg up on them, on your local competition and and build a, a reputation and build trust within potential clients, it's not that much work, especially when you make it part of your business. Right. Like if you just make it an essential part, like doing your books, reconciling, rec reconciling, <laughs> doing your accounting, <laughs> all of that kind of stuff. Like it's just part of your business. Like you yeah. have to do it. Yes. And I think people just, they look at it as something that's like on top of it. That's like, I'll do it when I'm not busy. You know, uh, I'll do mm -hmm. it when uh, we run out of work and, it doesn't work like that. Like yeah. it, it needs to be an ongoing thing. Like that's what builds the story. That's right. what 
makes clients trust you. It's it's that they can see everything that you're doing. They're like yeah. with you along that whole journey. Yeah. Show your friggin' faces. Show your face. <laughs> God. <sighs> I feel like I really went like on some sort of that felt borderline spiritual. Yeah. yeah. I thought you were gonna tie it back into the book that you're reading about what's your why. Could. Is that what you were gonna do? No. I feel like at one point you were trying to get back to that book about that's something you know, about your why something about this is your why you know what yeah that's probably yeah. what spurred the whole thing no i wasn't consciously okay. gonna go back to the book but <laughs> that probably is where that tangent came from yeah start with why yeah because yeah you know what actually think <laughs> it's exactly where it came from you have to show people your why and i think that it's really obvious when you watch our videos and see our Instagram and all that kind of stuff. Our why is first and foremost, because we love doing it. Yeah. Don't you think? Absolutely. Do you think that comes across in our content? I think so for sure. Okay. Catherine, yes. put yourself in the shoes of a potential client. Yes. I'm there. I'm wearing premier outdoor. Well, we don't, we don't show up yet. You call us. Oh, okay. We talk on the phone, but you're following us. Oh, somehow I got on your phone on a phone call. Well, yeah, our, the screener didn't work and somehow, <laughs> no, you set up a consultation <laughs> through our, our process okay. and we're having a chat and yep. you followed us and all that kind of stuff. And that's one option. Now you got another option where it's like, this guy comes over, he's like, oh yeah, it's going to be probably like 50 grand. That's a lot of work. Oh yeah. Do I get a pencil sketch? Uh, sure. Yeah. You got a napkin? <laughs> something like that uh-huh which one are you gonna pick i think i'm gonna go with premier outdoor <laughs> really wow all right that was a little bit of an exaggeration but it's the the point is still hopefully made probably not that wasn't a really great example i got i got the gist of what you're saying i apologize I everybody that did. was a terrible no, example I think the people got it they got it i think so i think so they're so smart everybody's listening right now so smart yeah so no, I, uh, I agree with that. And I, I, I think that the point that you're making is like, let your why be your guiding light. Everything that you're doing is for that why. And the point that you're trying to make is going to come across naturally. Yes. Like we don't sit down before every vlog and go like, okay, how are we going to like appear that we care about this? You know, <laughs> yeah. like, that's not a conversation. We just come across naturally. Yeah. And I think that that shows in our content. Definitely. Everything that people see, they, they look at those people and they say, they're having a good old they time. They have a good time building those decks and patios, I think. I bet it would be fun to have them at our house building our project. And it always seems like they're adding in these extra little things, going yeah. the extra mile for these tiny little details that I would have never noticed. But yeah. you know, when it all comes together, wow, I notice them. They're having so much fun and they're building such a nice product. Yeah. And it's because they love it. Yeah. They so, care just as much as everybody else in the house that they're building it on does about that house. More usually. Probably. Yeah. So that's our why. Yes. So you start with the why. Start with the why. Then it's the what and the how. Okay. But you start with the why. And and that's, I think, I think that we have, uh, you know, I don't want to toot my own horn. Our own horn. Our yeah. collective horns. <laughs> I don't mean to toot. But I think we've done a really good job of, and I think it's because it is so natural it's not something that we're trying to fake that like we really do love what we're doing yeah we enjoy it we're having fun it's not like oh let's try to manufacture some fun moment it's like no we're just having fun at work yeah. and that comes across in all of our content it comes across in really everything that we do 
So then everything else from there is secondary. You know, people get latched on from that why. They see what we do. They love the project. They love following along because they they can just feel that sense of they're enjoying it. They're having yeah. fun. Like, I trust that. Right. I don't want to hire somebody that's like, everyone's miserable every day, you know, and it's just like some curmudgeons that are here, you know, hulking around pavers and they're miserable yeah. about it. Like, they want to feel like we hired somebody that isn't trying to like rush out of here because they're having a good time. They're enjoying it. Yeah. They're always trying to get better. They're always trying to push their designs. They're always trying to like try a new thing to one up themselves. So, yeah. And I don't think, I mean, everything that we do is documented and that is not realistic for everybody. But I think that that same point can be made through like putting your face on your stories and like showing what you're doing like, you don't need someone filming you all of the time to yeah. get that point across. You can just put yourself on your stories, show how excited you are about a project, make a reel about how excited you are on a project. Like, there's other ways to do it. You don't have to have, like, you know, we talk about it like, oh, we're, you know, you see us all the time and we're on YouTube and we're all over the place if you want to see what we look like. Yeah. We're all over there. Um, but it doesn't have to be that way. It can be more attainable on, like, a just a, hey, this is what I'm doing today, guys. I just wanted to show you this is the project. This is what it's going to look like. And I'm so excited yeah. to get it finished. Like that also gets that same point across. If you're just showing yourself yeah. excited about the project. Definitely. But no, it doesn't get it across. Not so doing static, that. Static. Well, doing nothing or yeah. just like a static photo of a project. Yeah. There's no like heart and no soul heart. in that. Mm-mm. There's no, cause I think the most important thing to running a business like this is breaking out of being looked at as a commodity. Yeah. Premier Outdoor Living, we hire us. It's an experience. It's an experience. It's an ex- I think so. <laughs> You're going to get a good time and a good project. Great. Absolutely. A great time and a great project. A fabulous time <laughs> and an exquisite project. Um, okay. Somebody I think that is, uh, as an example, that's doing a really good job of this is, uh, what's his name? Brian. Constructive uh, Design Group. Yeah, definitely. Or whatever. That's they what do is, a right? great job. Right. That's yeah, what it is. Yes. Truck, yeah. Okay. Sorry if you're listening, but I was pretty sure that that was it. <laughs> and um, yeah, they're, I feel like in a, like a beginning stages of it, you know what I mean? They haven't been doing the content stuff for that long, but when you see their projects and you see the type of content that they're now doing, it's not super elaborate. It's not like an insanely huge production, but they do really cool work. They have really cool ideas. They're posting great photos and videos of finished projects. Plus they're like putting in little things about like they're now, I think doing a podcast or maybe it's just like a, you know, here and there Mm -hmm. YouTube kind of conversation thing, but they're talking about their design process. They're talking about how it works and, and, and why things work that way with the design process and the build process. And you know, it, it just, I feel like I've never met him in person or his designer, but I feel like I have. You didn't meet him? No. Oh. Did you? I met him at Duck Expo, yeah. What? You didn't, he didn't find you? No. Oh, he said he was going to introduce himself, but maybe he didn't find you. Brian, what? <laughs> no, I didn't even know he was, no, I did know he was there. And then I remember you were like, yeah, we just saw him. And I'm like, what? Yeah. I was just with you guys like two seconds ago. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway. Was he cool in person as well? Yeah, he was great. Oh, sweet. <laughs> so anyway, um, 
Yeah, but I feel like they're doing a really good job of, you know, not not. It, they don't have a, a a person filming them all the time. Like they're just creating really good content that tells their story. That you know they're showing their face. They're showing what the process is like, what the project's all about, the before and the after, and all that kind of stuff. And they're doing it in a really good way. That I feel like if we talk to them, they're probably going to be like, yeah, this this content, even though you know they're at. A more beginning stage of like, you know, getting followers and all that kind of stuff. I'm sure people in their market are like, yeah, they, they see that they hear about them somewhere else. Then they go on, on their Instagram or now their YouTube channel or whatever. And they look at it and they're like, oh, wow. Like there's a lot to, to look at here. I can, I can look at previous projects. I can see just kind of more off the cuff, natural stuff, like the, the conversation stuff that they're doing with the design process and all that. So I think it doesn't have to be where you're getting all those leads. But then once people find out about you, they look you up, then they can like go down a little rabbit hole and like yeah. really get to know what you're all about. Yeah. And know your why. They can know your why. Yeah. They can know your why. But you know what has to happen before that? You have to know your why. That's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah, good job. I thought so, yeah. <laughs> good job on that. Uh, great. What do you think? I think, uh, I think <laughs> so that's generally, good. I think that's pretty good. I think it's pretty good. It's pretty good. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, check them out. I think uh, that's something that just came to mind, that I think they're doing yeah. a great job on their content, and uh, I bet that I they just... would talk about... What's that? I was looking up their handle. It is Constructive Design Group. That's what I thought. That's yeah. what I thought. And they got 4,600 followers, which I feel like they're growing pretty quick. Yeah, definitely. Um, but they're putting out great content that... Really top-tier stuff, so... Top-tier stuff, top-tier projects. And uh, it can be something that, you know, you can kind of look at. And I think it, it would be something more scalable for for everybody. Yeah. At least at the rate that they're doing. That It looks like they might ramp it up. They've got some pretty like, pro-looking stuff, so they do. Yeah, they do. But I think uh, they've got a strategy behind it. I think they definitely do. Yeah. But uh, something about something about what else you got? What else you got for me in the uh, check the junk drawer? What do we got in the junk drawer? We have a junk drawer. Yeah, check it out. Uh, that's like we're you know just like loose ideas that we can talk about. Do you got anything in the junk drawer? What do you got? Uh, I mean, we didn't address why we're not drinking today. Oh, we didn't? <laughs> no. We're 45 minutes into this podcast and didn't talk about our, our, drinks. our happy hourless. Yeah. Happy hour. All right. Here's the thing. <laughs> uh, it's actually Thursday. We it usually is. record it, it on Friday. Yeah. It was raining all day. It was raining. <laughs> kind of a miserable day weather-wise. Yeah. And we have so many goals. Yeah. We have so many goals. <laughs> some of us may or may not be a little bit behind schedule on some of those said goals. Yeah. I'm talking about me <laughs> holding myself accountable. So I got to run the night. Yeah, I got to run the night. And uh, so I was like, you know what? Let's let's skip on the drinking. We do enough of that already. And mm -hmm. uh, so we're not drinking this week. We'll yeah. be back to it next week. Next week, we'll do it. Next week, we'll get hammered. We, yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe we should make up for it. Yeah, and we did just, you know, shout out to Haney. Yeah. Haney messaged us and said uh, episode 50 was great. And uh, that us drinking that much was like wonder woman's lasso of truth yes that was i was not familiar with that but that sounds like a cool <laughs> superpower that is yeah because like lassos are cool and then like you lasso someone they have to tell you the truth 
that's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Because it's not like a superpower, like you just look at somebody and they have to tell you the truth. You got to have intention. some skill to it. There's some intention behind it. There's intention yeah. behind it. And like you have to, you got to have some good lasso skills. Yeah. And you probably wouldn't want to hear everyone's truth all of the time. Yeah. Like you just look at somebody and they're like, you're a little funny looking. And you're like, oh, son of a bitch. I didn't, I didn't need that today. Rude. Bet I would never you know? hear that. They'd be like, oh my God, he looks kind of like Tom Brady, maybe. <laughs> anyway. Uh, all right. So that was, that was all that was in the junk drawer. Oh, that's all I had. Did you we're have anything have to, else? We're going to stock your up, junk drawer. We're going to have to stock up the junk drawer for later, but that could be a cool segment. Okay. I the like junk it. drawer. Yeah, we could add that. Okay. All right. Well, uh, what do we got now? Secret question. Secret question time. All right. Let's get into it. Wait, before we. Oh, yeah. One more thing out of the junk drawer. Yeah. We never made jingles. Oh, Remember we how we were going to do that? We didn't yeah, do yeah. that yet. We should do that. You know what we should also do? What? Let's update people on. You know what? Actually, it's time for <laughs> the Hardworking Happy Hour round of applause. And this round of applause is going out to Catherine. She had a really rough week. Still did Pilates every day. Thank you. Thank Absolutely you. extraordinary yeah. dedication. Thank you. Um, had every excuse to not do Pilates, but you know what? You set out that goal. For who? For everybody else to impress other people? No, for myself. For yourself. For and that's me. that's for why myself. you stuck with it. So uh, extremely it. proud of you for that. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank and you. And last episode, remember how, how many miles I had done? Exactly zero. Exactly zero. Now I'm at exactly 17. Very good. And it's the 19th and I have to get to 50. So <laughs> I still have 33 miles. Do you have a plan of attack for this? Or are you just going to free Yeah, gonna I'm just going to run. I'm going to run. No, January no, sir- 31st, 33 miles. <laughs> okay. No, uh, no, I'm not going to do That'd that. That would be cool. No, it wouldn't. I would be so You'd be exhausted. Tired. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, no, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to hit the, hit the miles. Okay. Right now, it's, it's only like two and a half miles a day. What are you going to run tonight? 10. Nah, probably. I'll, tr- I'll shoot for five, maybe. Okay. I'll try it. I don't want to, I don't want to overdo it. It's just, I, I need to, you know. Next week, I'm going to update everybody and everyone's going to be proud of me. <laughs> everyone's going to be really proud of me. I look forward to seeing your Instagram stories of how many miles you ran. Yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. All right, secret question time. What okay, do you got? Okay, secret question. Okay, so yeah. would you rather have every thought that comes into your head, everyone hears, you say every single <laughs> thought that comes into your head, yeah, or never, or never communicate again, not be able to talk anymore? <sighs> Uh, not being able to talk anymore sounds like torture for me. Everyone being able to hear every thought sounds like torture for everyone else. <laughs> so I'll pick that one. What? Everyone can hear every, every single, single thought. Thing you- yeah. Really? Yeah. Without a question, that's what you would do? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'd be pretty funny. You should try that one day. Just like. Just. Just say everything. I do most of the time. You don't say everything that comes into your head. Well, yeah. I mean, I feel like it's not even like verbal a lot of times. It's more just like, I don't, I'm going to try it. Actually, that's, that leads me to another question. (laughs) Okay. Uh, which I feel like this was like going around the internet for a while, but like when you, your thoughts. Yes. Are you like hearing your own voice say your thoughts or is it just like vague feelings and mush up there? The second one. Is yeah. it? Yeah. Oh okay. God, that's I don't know. I know I do know. Okay, I can kind of. Is that my? Yeah, I can hear my voice. You hear your voice when you I think, think? that's just I'm talking. <laughs> <laughs> I can hear it in the headphones. 
that's just my actual voice. No, uh, no, my okay. What what's yours? Do you hear your voice? I don't know if it's necessarily like my voice, but like I like I. You hear like words. It's like words. Yeah, it is words. What my thoughts are words. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Mine are just like vague ah, feelings. It's like I feel like it's if I had to describe it, it would be large planetary bodies in motion of different shapes and sizes and they kind of all represent different uh ideas and then sometimes they align themselves in a way that makes sense to me <laughs> huh okay <laughs> does that make sense <laughs> not at all no it makes sense to me in my that's head. Good. <laughs> yeah it's like that's i don't know matters. it's just like vague i don't know it's just they're uh, just in there. Like your thoughts are just in there. They're in there. They're definitely not so what's words. It, what's it like? When, like when my mind is racing, it's like it's just chaos. It's like I feel like it's just like a yeah. bunch of different <laughs> sentences that are like starting and then not ending. Like that's what my like racing mind feels like. What does yeah. your racing mind feel like? Um, that's a good question. I feel like there's usually like a song playing. <laughs> there's usually like <laughs> a like sound. elevator music. <laughs> it's just yeah, like. <laughs> I don't know. Um, that's I'm gonna I'm gonna be so much more mindful of that now. Okay. Oh yeah, my god, I feel it. like it's gonna drive me into complete <laughs> madness. That's so weird. Uh, but no, it's definitely. I mean, maybe it's sometimes words. I don't know, but I feel like Keep for the up, most yeah. part, it's very abstract. It's very abstract. Okay. And then I have to like when I come up with an idea, it's like more of like a feeling and a and an abstract thing and sometimes it's like a shape or a color in my mind and then I have to like consciously put effort into like pulling out the words to explain it okay does that make sense yeah I guess I, I mean know. no because I don't live in your brain but like yes in a sense okay all right so what would you would you rather have all your thoughts just be um, I feel like not, yeah, just, just out there and they're, what they're just, they're just, it's like a megaphone is attached to your brain and it's just like, or there's like some sort of online log of like, these are Catherine's running thoughts. No, and, you just say every single thing that comes into your brain. Oh, you actually every, say it out say loud. It, yeah. Okay. Um, I would. And the second option is so, never be able to communicate. Not be able to talk anymore. Can't talk anymore. Can't talk and you write things. Mm, yeah, maybe. <laughs> okay. Then I'm going, if I can write things, then I'm going that. Okay. Cause there's chaos in this brain. I don't want all this craziness out there. I feel like enough Kinda of mine's mean. already out there that <laughs> it's mean. Sometimes I mean, really? No, I'm like, a, I'm like a very nice person, but like sometimes my first thought is like something mean. And then like my second thought is like, man, don't be so mean. Don't you think? Uh, that's not how my brain works you're, <laughs> you're just, a rotten person no i'm I just am. kidding i am kind of rotten. i'm gonna be more conscious of what is going on in my brain that internal dialogue i don't know where i came up with i've never thought about the whole remember i said like planetary bodies yeah. that are moving in orbit of different shapes and mm -hmm. sizes yeah that was weird that was weird <laughs> but that was kind of the first <laughs> i've never tried to explain it before but that was the first thing that came to mind all right this is your homework assignment you have to go home and meditate and and instead of not focusing on your thoughts focus on your thoughts focus on what happens up there write it down and then report back okay all right cool i'm very curious now yeah wow that's one of those things where you don't really think about it and like i just 
I would assume that everyone thought the way that I thought. Yeah. That we all had the same experience. But then I saw it on the internet that people were talking about it and I was like, that's insane to me that people that don't have like insane. words in their brain. But yeah. everybody's different. Wow. So deep. Yeah. Okay. What's, yeah. what's your secret question? Uh, I kind of forget. What was it? No, it was such a good one. Um, it was philosophical. Okay. 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 I remember. All right. So do you agree that everything that you feel like happiness and achievement and satisfaction and all of these things are really just like chemical reactions in your brain, like your brain releasing dopamine or serotonin. Is that what that is? As opposed to what? As opposed to, I don't know, something more diverse. Mm. Do you believe that it is just like your body's response to your brain emitting these chemicals? Yes. Okay. Solely chemical reactions, yes. Okay. So, I also think so. Would you be open to just being able to like program your brain to like, you want to feel a sense of achievement? Boop, 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 boop. Press a button. Press a button. Feel it. Hmm. You, you're sad? I don't want to be sad anymore. <laughs> Happy. Like at what point does, and, and say it's I not like. this is just doing drugs, right? This feels like a no, just but a this doing is like futuristic drugs, drugs that don't like because <laughs> ruin your drugs life. that we have right now. Like, yeah, it does all that stuff, but then it's like kind of ruined your crash. life. Yeah, but this yeah. is just like some sort of magical stuff. And there's that, no crashes. Like, there's no crashes. It's just like I can be happy all the time, and I want two hours of <clears> great <throat> satisfaction and achievement every day. I'm gonna do that. Like, hmm. would you sign up for that or no? That's a, that's a great question. Um. Hmm. I feel like you need to feel the high, you need to feel the lows to appreciate the highs. So in that sense, I would be like, no, I wouldn't want that because I would still want part of being human is feeling emotions. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, no, I don't think so. Okay. I think I want to feel the emotions. Do you think that happiness isn't necessarily just a chemical reaction. It's a chemical reaction in relation to an, an opposite reaction. Like mm. happiness is happiness because of sadness. So if you don't have the sadness, then you can't understand the happiness. I think that we're going real deep. Yeah, on this. this is getting real deep. Yeah. Um, I don't think that, I don't think that a, I don't think that you, so my theory on life is that everyone fills their lives with happiness and sadness accordingly. Like some people just have sadder lives than other people. Some people have more stressful lives than other people. But if you ask somebody like, like someone's the, the worst day of someone's life could be like, oh my gosh, I got in a car accident and it was awful. It was so stressful. And then someone else could be like, I haven't eaten in, in a week and a half because my country is going through a famine and they're both feeling the same amount of stress because it's all per- about perspective. Wow. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's so true. I feel like you fill your life with happiness, with sadness, with stress. Um, and no matter what, whatever's happening to you is the extreme of that emotion because that's what your frame of reference is. Yeah. You know it's what I mean? relative to your experience. It's, it's relative not to relative to like, it's not a, uh, 
I don't know. I can't think of the word, but it's not like a, yeah, it's relative. It's, it's relative, relative yeah. to your own experience. Yeah. Like, like if you're like, like if my dog were to die, I would be devastated. And the last thing I would think about is that like, Oh, someone else across the country, they just lost their whole family in a car crash. So like, this isn't that bad. You know, that's not how people experience life. You, yeah. you deal with the things that are in your life in a way that balances each other out. Yeah. It's you know? kind of like the people that are like rich and famous. A lot of times it's like, oh my God, like how could they be like stressed or, or yeah. whatever? But it's like, it's all relative to, to your other experiences. Yeah. Hmm. So I wouldn't want to have those buttons because I feel like, Hey, I feel like your brain wouldn't handle it because you would just level out at that happy level. You just numb yourself to that happy level. Yeah. You wouldn't still continue to feel happiness. And then the button stops working and you're like, no, no! Button, button, button. yeah, that yeah. would be, yeah. Yeah. So I feel like, I don't know. I feel like being human is, is feeling emotions and yeah. Well, like I, like I had a sad week last week and then everything was fine and I was never happier than like, like just being able to go back to work and like not be sad, you know, yeah. like just going back to work made me so happy after being off for a couple of days for sadness and then everything was fine and it's a great place of employment that you have yeah, <laughs> I can see that. yeah. Well, it's just normal life you know so wow. i'm always happy That's to go really... back to work but like when after yeah. something like that it's like such a nice it like reframes those things in life yeah and i think that like those sadness times kind of do reframe those things like I, not that i ever take my job for granted but after a while you're like okay yeah i'm like i love my job yeah it's fine but like after something like that happens like I didn't have to worry about taking off work. I just texted you and I said, I'm not going to be there. And you said, no problem. Mm-hmm. And then I came back to work and I was like, I'm so appreciative of this. So, yeah, I don't know. I feel like in life you need the highs and lows and, and I wouldn't press a button for happiness. What about you? Um, I don't think so because uh, I don't know. You know, I'm not sure. I think that uh, I think that a lot of the good stuff comes from the bad stuff. Mm hmm. You know, like art and poetry and music yeah, true. comes That's from true. the pain. Mm-hmm. So I'd say no. And also, who's, I didn't even think of this when I asked the question, but who's manufacturing this button? It's probably some futuristic conglomerate corporation like Nabisco. <laughs> Nabisco at this point owns the entire world. Yeah. And they made the button. Somebody made the button. Somebody made the button. Somebody made the button. And you always think that you want that button until you have the button and the button stops working. Click. You ever seen that movie, Adam Sandler? No. He wants to... You ever seen that? No. He goes to Bed Bath & Beyond, goes into the beyond part, and he meets this guy that's got this remote that he can time travel. That's not a real premise of a movie, is it? (laughs) It is. Yeah, it is. It is. Probably, you know, sponsored by Bed Bath & Beyond. (laughs) But it's actually... I wouldn't say it's a great movie, but um, maybe tear up, maybe. What? Yeah. <laughs> that movie does not sound like a tearjerker. No, you need to see it. It's it's again. I don't want to go out and say that it's a great movie, but it's uh, you know he fast forwards through most of his life. Why? Why would you do that? Because he's like, oh, I have all this work to do. Fast forward, and I think the button gets stuck or something. I don't know. You'll have to uh, check it okay. out. And uh, you know what, Catherine? You know what? What? I think I think we're back. What? We're just we're back to our why. No, 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 no. We're back to just like, you know, basically nonsense rambling. Oh, I thought, taking, I thought taking a week off, we might have lost that for good. But 
Oh, it's back. It's back. Uh, don't know how we got back. on a click. That movie, Adam Sandler. Wow, that's that's going back into the archives. We started with horses and we made it all the way back to click. So it's an art what we do. <laughs> it is. It is. There are highs and there are lows. And uh, I guess that's the best way to wrap this up in a nice little bow. So yeah. uh, can't wait for next week. We'll yep. talk to you about we got a lot of homework to do. We got to update you on. We you got know, some homework. Let us know how. How do you think? Is it in words? Is it in vague thoughts? Is it in planetary bodies yeah. of shapes and colors? As mine is. <laughs> uh, would love to. I do kind of want more people's opinion on that. Yeah. So yeah please actually do yeah, let us know. Do that. Do that. Do that. And uh, make sure that you subscribe to this wherever you're uh, doing that. Yeah. People say that on other podcasts. Leave us a review. Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. All that kind of stuff. So, till next time. This has been the hardworking happy hour. See you next week.